The American Council of the Blind presents ACB Reports, a monthly news magazine featuring topics of interest to people who are blind or have low vision. I'm Mike Duke. This month... The 58th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind is just around the corner. Learn more about it during ACB Reports for May 2019. The 58th Annual Conference and Convention of the American Council of the Blind is rapidly approaching. Janet Dickelman, the convention coordinator, joins us to share important and exciting information about this upcoming event. Janet, welcome back to ACB Reports. Let's begin with when will the conference and convention be held? This year our convention is in Rochester, New York. Our first tour is Friday, July 5th. Our last tour is Friday, July 12th, and then in between are all of our numerous sessions and activities. General session opens Saturday evening, the 6th, at 7 p.m., and we have our general sessions daily, Sunday through Wednesday from 8.30 a.m. to noon, and then Thursday from 8.30 until approximately 2 p.m. And Thursday will be our elections, All the officer positions are up for election this year, so it's really important that people attend our Thursday general session to cast your vote. The actual elections will happen on Thursday, July 11th, but there's a lot of things that happen between July the 5th and July the 12th, and that's what we want to talk about here during this time on ACB Reports. Tell us about the hotels. We are using two hotels this year. One is the Riverside and one is the Hyatt, and we are also using the Convention Center. Now, the two hotels both connect to the Convention Center, so you don't have to go outside to get between venues, or you can walk out from one hotel, walk up to the corner, and cross at the corner, where they do have audible pedestrian signals, by the way, and then walk to the other hotel from outside or to the Convention Center entrance. But you don't have to. Everything is indoor walkway also. People have been asking me, well, which is the main hotel? And neither hotel really is the main. We have about equal number of rooms at both hotels, and we'll have about the same number of activities in each hotel. Which functions will be held in the convention center? Exhibits will be in the convention center, as will our general sessions. Convention registration will be in the convention center, and we'll have a few meetings in there, but most of the meetings will be at one or the other of the hotels. What is the room rate at the hotels? Hotel room rate was $89 a night. However, thanks to an extremely generous sponsorship from IRA, the room rate has been reduced to $82 a night. Now, already have a reservation. Please do not call the hotel and ask them about a reduced room rate because you don't need to do anything for that. That will be internally handled between ACB and the hotels. It will automatically be taken care of for you. And IRA is going to have the airport in Rochester, the hotels, the convention center, and some of the surrounding areas open to anyone to utilize IRA. And IRA, for those who don't 
utilize it. It is a navigation system based on uh, some assistance uh, provided through your iPhone or your smartphone. And you actually speak with a person. Yeah, it's a tremendous uh, live assistance effort that has really taken off and done amazing things. And uh, they are providing this partial underwriting of the hotel expenses, which is wonderful. Yes, and opening free IRA access to all at the convention. How about shuttle service between the airport and the hotels? Coming into Rochester to the hotels, there is complimentary shuttle service. We'd like to, if possible, determine who's flying in when. It makes it much easier for Marjorie Beeman, who is our airport volunteer person and her cadre of people. If they know what your flight arrangements are, they can make sure to have someone at the gate to meet and greet you. So if you would like to send your flight information to Marjorie, she will need your name, of course, and your cell phone number, arrival date, city that you're flying in from, your flight number, and as I said, your name and cell phone number, and then she'd like the same for your departing flight. And you can email Marjorie. Her email is oleo, O-L-E-O, five zero at hotmail.com. She gets all of her Fitbit steps for the next 10 years in that airport. The Energizer Bunny is what I call her. Is Rochester accessible by train or bus? is about a mile from the hotel and the shuttle will pick up at Amtrak also. Rochester can also be reached via Greyhound and the Megabus. We always try to have a good complement of volunteers. We can't, you know, do one-on-one volunteer assistance for you, but we do expect to have a good number of volunteers, so hopefully there'll be people when you need assistance. But with Ira helping out, I think that's going to really tremendously assist people also because you can call and talk to a live person and they can navigate with you. Are there things about the hotels that we need to know? Both hotels have restaurants. The Hyatt does have Starbucks. Both have breakfast places. At the Hyatt, there's the high-end Morton Steakhouse. The um, Riverside Hotel is called Rock Burger, and they have dinner and appetizers and lunch. The Hyatt also has their own restaurant in addition to Morton. So they both have, you know, a good complement of restaurants. They both have room service. The Hyatt, all the rooms have refrigerators. The Riverside, not all the rooms have refrigerators. Uh, The nice thing about the Riverside is right outside the front door is a nice grassy area, so anyone with a guide dog whose dog likes grassy areas might really prefer staying at the Riverside just for ease of taking your dog out. Of course, Scoop Masters, once again, will come and set up and maintain our dog relief areas, and there will be dog relief areas outside both hotels and outside the convention center. Everybody wants to know about exhibits, so when will the exhibits be open? The exhibits open Saturday, July 6th at 1 p.m., and exhibit hall hours are Saturday from 1 to 5, Sunday through Tuesday from 11 to 5, and then Wednesday the 10th from 9 to 1. Not only is the ACB conference and convention a learning experience, it's also a vacation. So tell us about the tours that are available this year up outside the convention center, so that'll be centrally located for everyone. Our first tour is Friday morning, and we are going to Genesee Village. And Genesee Village is an old-time village from the 1850s 
We will get to go through some of the buildings. We'll take a trolley tour around the village. They have a general store. They have a bakery. We'll get to go into an area where they have clothing from that era. You'll get to see what a hoop skirt looks like. You'll get to see what a bustle is. We'll have lunch, and they have some tastings of food from the era. They also have some beer tastings from beer from that era, although it's not from the 1850s. It was recently brewed. Also, Friday afternoon, we're offering a city bus tour, which is a no-stop tour. We have a gentleman this year who will be describing all the sites and history of Rochester, so that's always a fun tour, easy tour, no walking. Friday evening, and you can do both these tours on Friday if you wish, because the Genesee Village Tour gets back prior to this tour leaving, and this is the Colonial Bell. This tour will go through the Erie Canal, and it's a plated dinner cruise. Saturday, we are going to the Cooperstown Baseball Hall of Fame. I do need to say that it is quite a long bus ride to get to Cooperstown. It's almost four hours, so it's going to be a lot of bus sitting, but from what I understand from people who have gone who are baseball fans, they really love this tour. It sounds like this tour will be leaving mighty early on Saturday morning. We're leaving at 5 a.m. We will have boxed breakfast on the bus. I understand they plan on having some baseball trivia and a bunch of other fun going on while you're on the bus. Sunday, we are going to Leroy, New York, the home of Jell-O. And yes, there is a Jell-O museum. And there's also a transportation museum as part of the Jell-O Museum and the Leroy House, which is the home of the founders of the city. And we'll stop for dinner on the way home for that tour. And it's very interesting, and they have all kinds of branded Jell-O memorabilia in their gift shop that you can get. This is ACB Reports from the American Council of the Blind. I'm Mike Duke talking with convention coordinator Janet Dickelman about the upcoming conference and convention of ACB. Let's continue with the tour schedule for Monday, July 8th. Monday, we are going to the Corning Glass Museum, and we are also stopping for dinner on the way home after that tour at an Italian restaurant where you'll have the opportunity to make mozzarella cheese. Make the cheese that goes on your plate. That's right. Then you can eat it. That day, which is Monday, we are also going to the Strong Museum of Play. And this is a very, very cool museum. They have any toy that you've ever had or known about in your lifetime or your grandparents' lifetime, it's at the museum. The curator of the museum, who's been on Mysteries at the Museum several times, heard about our visit. So he said, well, I want to be involved in this. So he's going to take people in smaller groups and bring out things that aren't normally touchable and let people touch them and give some of the history of the toys. They also have an old-time carousel. We'll get to ride the carousel, and they're keeping their gift shop open an extra hour just for ACB members. And that will include lunch. We're doing candy tours. We always have to do our chocolate tours, of course. We're going to a candy place called Laughing Gold Chocolate. Now, this is a different candy tour than we've ever done in the past because it's going to be very limited. We're only able to take 20 people at a time, and we're doing it twice. So, you know, if you really want this candy tour, you're going to need to register for it right away. But part of what you're going to get to do is they will give you the ganache for the center, and everybody will get several different items that they can roll to make your own truffle. So you might get cocoa or nuts or, you know, whatever you want to dress your 
truffle in. So you'll get to make, I believe, it's half dozen truffles and take them home or eat them there. As part of the candy tour, they'll talk about, you know, how chocolate is made. They'll let you try some of the ingredients of chocolate, such as cocoa beans. And they sell tons of different candy there. It's wonderful. You said there's two runs of that tour? One on Monday and one on Wednesday. And Monday night, we are going on RSVA-sponsored tour, but it's open to everyone, to the casino. So anyone who wants to get in a little bit of gambling, Monday night. Tuesday, July 9th, we have a tour that I have dubbed the Adult Beverage Tour. You do have to be 21 to go on this tour. To get on the bus, you have to show your ID. If you don't have your ID, you can't go on the tour. We will go to two breweries, a distillery, and a winery for tasting. Also, that tour includes lunch. We are also going to Susan B. Anthony's home, and we'll get to learn a little bit about Susan B. Anthony and also, she was a very good friend with Stephen Douglas, and we'll learn a little bit about him on Tuesday. The other option for Tuesday, if you don't want to go to Susan B. Anthony or the Adult Beverage Tour, is the Memorial Art Gallery. They actually reached out to us because they were so excited when they found out that we were coming, and they have worked to make art accessible, and they have a lot of touchable items and docents that are very good at explaining things that are not touchable. They also have a theater organ, and there will be a brief theater organ concert as part of that tour. Theater organs are fun. Yes. Don't you just love it when the places that we're going to have these people like that museum and like the uh, play museum you mentioned earlier that say, what can we do to help and how can we make it better? And that's why the committee goes out several months before, and we do site visits to a lot of these places, because if we talk to them on the phone and we say, yes, we're going to come, you know, group of people who are blind, visually impaired, and they say, oh, okay. But when we actually go there and start talking to the people who are in charge and involved, then they come up with ideas, or we say, well, what about this? And they say, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Or they'll say, oh, but we could pull this out or we could do that. It really does help, and we try to make our tours as accessible and fun as we can. What can you tell us about the schedule for Wednesday? Wednesday, we have another leg of the candy, as I mentioned earlier. We are also going to the New York State School for the Blind to have lunch, and we will get to get into a couple of classrooms and meet some of the students and, of course, meet staff and take a tour of the building. We are also going to the George Eastman House. Eastman Kodak was born in uh, Rochester, and George has a huge, gorgeous house filled with all kinds of period pieces, and he also has a pipe organ in his home, and there will be a concert on the pipe organ while we're visiting his home. And it, it's really very interesting. There's a lot of things that you can touch at his home and a lot of history. Of course, we don't have any tours on Thursday because it's all-day general session. But Friday, we are going to Niagara Falls, just to the U.S. side, so you don't need to worry about passports or birth certificates. That tour will also include a box breakfast on the bus and lunch and dinner. You will get wet at Niagara Falls. They issue everyone a pair of rubber shoes and a poncho. Because when you go on the Maid of the Mist, the boat that goes past the falls, you do get wet. Also, when you go through the Cave of the Winds, and the Cave of the Winds is very interesting. You can go way up to kind of the tippy top of the falls, so you're right at the top. And you can go 
way down to below the falls, and you can reach down and feel the water as it's coming into the falls. Now, I will say that Niagara Falls is a tour that you'll be walking about two miles because you have to walk from area to area. There are a lot of steps. When you're on the Maid of the Mist, there's no seating, so you're standing there. And some parts of the boat, if you're standing right by the outside of the boat, there's a railing you can grab onto, but most of the people who are on the boat have nothing to hold onto. So you really have to have good balance because you have to kind of keep your feet apart enough so that you can, you know, stay on your feet. It's not for the faint of heart. And going up and down in the cave of the winds, the steps because of all the water that's coming through are wet and slippery. So I'm not telling people not to go on this tour. I'm just warning them that it is not an easy tour and you need to think long and hard if you have any issues with walking or with your balance. You need to, you know, really give it some thought before you sign up. And that's why something new will be on the registration form this year. Tell us about that. On the registration form this year, when you sign up for a tour, you're going to get a notification that says accessibility information. And that will tell you all the potential issues that you might have with the tour. It'll tell you that it's not wheelchair accessible. Then you will get a question that you have to say, do you understand and do you really want to do this tour? So then you'll just have to say yes to that question. We want to make sure we're as upfront with people as we can be about these tours because you don't want to go on a tour that's not going to be comfortable for you. Niagara Falls, for instance, and the Corning Glass, there's nowhere to sit. Corning Glass is a big open place and there's really no seating. So if you can't walk or stand for long periods of time, some of these tours may not be for you. Convention week is very busy. There must be hundreds of events to choose from. During convention week, we have about 300 different events, including the tours and general sessions. We have so many different workshops and sessions, and if I start naming some of them, I'm going to leave out 90% of them. A lot of our corporate sponsors are also having sessions, and then all of our special interest affiliates and committees probably have two or three programs going on during the convention at least. You're listening to ACB Reports. I'm Mike Duke, and our guest is Janet Dickelman, Convention Coordinator for the American Council of the Blind. Registration for the annual conference and convention of ACB opens on May 22nd, but there will be a new benefit for ACB members this year. There are perks for being an ACB member, and one of the perks for being an ACB member is early registration. So from May 22nd till May 27th, registration is open only for ACB members. So you can go in and get those highly sought-after tours or workshops. On May 27th, it will open for non-ACB members and, of course, continue to be open for ACB members. Registration will stay open until June 23rd. So you have a month to register, but if you want to get on the tours, especially the Niagara Falls, Cooperstown, the candy tours, you need to register as quickly as possible. You can register online by going to acb.org or you can register over the phone. How does that work? What you need to do is you need to call the Minneapolis office, and you can call them at 800-866-3242, and there is a mailbox. That's the convention information line. 
leave a message there, and we will have one of our representatives call you back to take your registration. When you call to leave your name on the registration hotline, please make sure you give your name. And if it's an unusual name, spell it. That would really be helpful to us. Your telephone number. And the time zone is very important because with cell phone numbers especially, we don't always know what time zone you're calling from. So I don't want to call somebody back at an inappropriate time. And the best time to call back, if possible, just say mornings or afternoons or any day but Tuesday, that type of thing. And we will get back to you as quickly as we can. Registration opens at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on the 22nd of May. So do not call in before 7 a.m. on the 22nd to try to get into queue for registration because we're not taking phone calls for registration until that time. So then what I will do is I will give your phone registration to one of our phone representatives and we will get back to you as quickly as we possibly can. And make sure you have, if you're doing this over the phone, your credit card information available, the card number, the expiration date, and that three-digit code on the back of the card. And if you have recently gotten a new credit card, the number on the back of the card changes. So make sure you have the accurate CVB code, which yeah. is what they call the number on the back of the card, because we cannot complete your registration without the accurate credit card information. Of course, if you can register online, you can go in immediately, and that's the preferred option for you to get in as quickly as possible. But we are happy to do your registration over the phone. So register early and get it out of the way. That's right. I understand there's a really good program in store for those who attend the President's Banquet on Thursday evening. Our banquet is Thursday evening, July 11th. We have an exceptionally wonderful banquet presenter. Many of you will probably recognize the name, Ginny Owens. She is a singer-songwriter. She is from Mississippi. She actually lives in New York now. She is very, very nice. She has several best-selling songs. She just did a new Christmas album last year, and she will be talking to us and performing a few songs. Our banquet sponsor is Google, so there will be a little giveaway at the banquet tables that has the Google logo and ACB logo on, and I think everybody's going to really like the giveaway this year. It's a driverless car, right? <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> We've done glasses the last couple of years. It's not a glass. Or a mug. So come to the banquet and find out. Come to the banquet and find out, yes. What is the ticket cost for the banquet? Thanks to our sponsorship for the banquet, our banquet ticket pricing is very reasonable. So I think you'll be very excited when you see that on the registration form. As the date for the conference and convention approaches, how can people receive the latest information regarding the event? I send out a lot of information about the convention and I will start sending out information probably every day to every other day from now until the convention. And if you received convention information from me last year, you've already started receiving it this year, you don't need to do anything to get on the list. But if you would like to get on the convention announced list, just send a blank email to acbconvention-subscribe, S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E, at acblists, L-I-S-T-S, dot O-R-G. So it's acbconvention-subscribe at acblists.org. 
I'm the only one who can post to this list, so you're not going to get a bunch of other people posting, asking me questions. It's an announce-only list. I've put a lot of information out already. I've put out information about the tours. I'll start putting information out about some of the sessions. There's also a lot of focus groups that I'm going to put information out that people are looking for participants, and there'll be a link that you can sign up for an appointment, and I'll start putting those out in the next few days. And I'll get all that information out to you before registration opens, so when you're planning your convention activities, you can keep some of these focus groups in mind if you're interested in participating. Are there restaurants near the hotels? There are, yes, and I will be sending out a listing of restaurants and, of course, local businesses, pharmacies, that type of thing. That will also be sent out, and that will be in the program, too. I'm hoping to have the registration form online for people to browse. Registration doesn't open, of course, until the 22nd, but I'm hoping to have the form online to browse by May 15th at the latest. It will probably be up there before that, but I will send out a message to the announce list and let people know when it's up there so you can go in and preview the registration. Well, we talked about the hotel rate, the hotel features, and so forth. How do we reserve rooms? You can call the Riverside, and their phone number is 585-546-6400. Or you can call the Hyatt at 585-546-1234. And all that information is shown on our website also. And the website is acb.org. acb.org, yes. And there's a link to the 2019 convention. People are always eager to learn about the featured talking book narrator. Our talking book narrator is from Potomac Talking Books, and his name is Gary Tells, T-E-L-L-E-S, and he's read a lot of books, and he reads a lot of magazines also. And he will be addressing us at our general session Tuesday morning, and then he will also address the session that our Library Users of America and Braille Revival League at L. There's several people sponsoring a session on Tuesday afternoon. And how about the international representative? Our international guest is Fred Schroeder, CEO of the World Blind Union. He will be at general session Sunday morning. This is ACB Reports from the American Council of the Blind. Our guest is Janet Dickelman, convention coordinator for ACB. Talk about some of the events that occur after dinner. Monday evening is the Friends and Art Showcase, and that is always a great performance. And this year, it's going to be dedicated to the memory of John Dashney, who was storyteller extraordinaire. Then Tuesday is our ACB auction. Wednesday night is ACB Film Night, where we always show an audio-described film, and we're going to be showing the film Green Book this year, which was the Academy Award winning 2019. And our candidates' town hall meeting will also be Wednesday evening, so it'll be your final opportunity to hear from all the candidates prior to our elections on Thursday. Do you have any final reminders for us? Just a reminder to ensure that you get the rates at the hotels. You do need to make your reservations by June 7th. After that time, they can't guarantee the room rate. That was Janet Dickelman, Convention Coordinator for the American Council of the Blind. To register for the conference and convention, or for additional information, go to acb.org. You've been listening to ACB Reports, heard on radio information services nationwide 
and throughout the world on acbradio.org. ACB Reports is produced at Radio Reading Service of Mississippi, a service of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Contact the American Council of the Blind online at acb.org or phone 800-424-8666. Thanks for listening, and please join us again next month for another ACB Reports.